live at night. Check this out, man. Phoenix out here rescuing students who are hit hard by the digital divide during the COVID-9 pandemic. Many higher education institutions were forced to move their classes online. You saw and you know about that, right? Crowdfunding organization Phoenix, which was founded back in 2017, had a response to hashtag Fees movement. And now they're raising funds to help students with their digital needs as they need to study from home. And uh, I am joined by Cara Jean on the, on the line. Cara, welcome to Live at Night. You guys at Phoenix stay doing God's work. It's thank beautiful. You. We love it. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good to be back. I love hanging out with you. Dude, I want to get straight into how, how the program works. How does the program work? How does it equip students with tools for online mm -hmm. learning? Um, uh, yeah. Is it similar to the, the Phoenix way where we are crowdfunding? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, I mean, like you said um, before, we've been fundraising for students. We've been doing it digitally and working on online, um, on the online platform from the beginning. So I guess it helped come lockdown time where everyone was sent home. We were like, okay, cool beans, we can do this. Um, but basically what we wanted to do is there was a huge digital divide that was caused because of lockdown. Students who were using computer labs that were using the free Wi-Fi on campus no longer had access and were all mm. sent home and were kind of stuck in terms of, oh my word, how am I going to continue online classes? How am I going to not be left behind for my academic year? So what we decided to do was to create an additional fundraising um, platform. So we created the um, Cap the Gap Fund, um, and basically mm -hmm. what it is, is communities and corporates able to come together, make a donation, and then that way we were able to sponsor students for laptops, data, and food vouchers so that they would be able to have kind of the best starter pack possible for them to continue their um, academic journey. So we focused primarily on final years and postgrads just to get them over the finish line so that they can go to work next year and then kind of feed back into the economy come post-COVID. Now, since you're focusing um, with um, tertiary students, uh, mm. I can only imagine that you guys received a lot of applications. Um, I mean, like some people who listen to our show have also yeah. alluded to the fact that, hey, this new reality has affected how they are studying and be able to submit yeah. their work and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Are you inundated with a lot of applications? The is so real like people are out here crying in tongues because the struggle is so real so what mm. we decided to do was we worked really closely with universities in order to identify which student need because if we had to open the floodgates of taking in applications it just would have been too difficult to select students so what we did because we have strong um, strong relationships with our universities we approached them and said look we know that you've conducted surveys on which students need resources. They know which students are funded, which students aren't. Can they help us select? So we've been working closely with them. And from there, we're able to do a second round of screening internally and make our selection. And then we're able to get the resources to the students as funds are raised. Did you reach the number that you guys wanted to reach, which was uh, 1,500 students? Mm. So we're still in progress. We launched about a week ago, and in a week we've raised two and a half million rand, 
which for us is like jaw-dropping and we're so overwhelmed by the support, but it's ongoing. Our goal is today 6.6 million then, um, if not more, and hopefully impact between 1,000 1,500 students. So, so far we've raised 2.5 mil and we've already made allocations to 196 students with lots of data and food vouchers. So we're getting there, we're getting there. Oh man, that is really amazing. Now, <clears throat> you mentioned that you spoke to some institutions. Mm. Are, we, are we now talking about only universities, uh, uh, private institutions, part mm. of the institutions that are covered or that you spoke to or that you are mm -hmm. in talks to? Yeah, so we, we are in relationships with all 26 public universities. Unfortunately, we're not yet open to private institutions. Our main focus is the public universities. And then from there, we try to focus more on the ones that were historically disadvantaged because we know that their need is so much greater. Like there's between 30 and 70% of historically disadvantaged universities, those students don't have access to digital resources. Whereas in your more affluent universities, they are looking at about between 10 to 30% of their students not having access. So we're trying to focus the resources where they're most needed. I, th I see based on your IG account that you've been delivering some laptops. <laughs> now let's just go yeah. through some of the, 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 the digital needs, uh, the, the, the students, you know? Yeah. So I, I, laptops, data yeah. uh, for connectivity. Yeah. Um, what, what, what else did you find to be the biggest digital need uh, from students? So I think it was primarily the laptops and, and the data. We have found that some students have been struggling with connectivity because you can have internet access and data, but if your Wi-Fi signal doesn't want to let you flourish and your area connectivity is down, that's a whole other story. So we've mm. really just been, you know what I mean? So we've really just been doing our best in terms of just getting it out there so for students to at least have laptops because some universities are doing distance learning. So where they're making um, offline resources available where students can collect USBs with the coursework on and not necessarily do things online. So then at least if they have a laptop, they're able to do that. But then they've also got data to log into the relevant online tutorials. So we've partnered up with some Skype bookstores, which has been absolutely amazing. So what we do is we purchase the data and the vouchers and then they distribute it for us. The students actually come to their bookstore closest to them. They collect their devices and then that way everything is done um, quite transparently. And even the food vouchers, what we did is we purchased food vouchers from ShopRite and then we sent the vouchers straight to the student's phone. So they can redeem it at like their local ShopRite or checkers. And then it's just a cleaner, easier process. Now, word from... Phoenix CEO is that the campaign has one fundamental to limit the digital divide mm -hmm. students are experiencing across South Africa and uh, in effect enable students continue with their academic year uh, safely. Someone listening right now is like, oh man, this is such an awesome thing. I'm a student who's in need. Mm. Um, does that mean I can't register because you already spoke to the institutions that you spoke to. They're mm. the ones who are going to give you the database. Um, is this student like thinking to themselves, there's no help for me? And yeah. then the follow-up question is for those who want to help the students, because at the end of the day, you know, you're still a crowdfunding organization and you still want to make a difference. How can those people play their part? Absolutely. So I think with regards to any students that are listening, 
So what I would recommend is that you get in touch with your university's financial aid because when we ask for student names, we verify it through your financial aid office. So get them to flag you on their system so that and let them know. Be like, Phoenix is raising funds. You should give them my name. Um, so because we are working directly with them. But also, mm. if you are in need, and especially if you're still raising funds for your tuition and you don't have a bursary or you aren't on this bus, please go to our website um, and create a profile because that way if additional opportunities come in, even after Cap the Gap Fund, then at least you have access to that kind of network. Um, and it's phoenixfenix.org, so definitely check us out. And then if you're someone that's listening and you really want to make a difference and make a donation in your own personal capacity, go to our website, which is capthegap.org, and make a donation. You can do anything between 50 dents to a few thousand dents, whatever it is that you feel in your heart to donate. For us, it's really about when resources are not available, there are certain doors that are closed to us. And we want to do our best as a country and as a community to come together and to contribute in a way that will open up those doors for students, close that digital divide, and make sure that they graduate. So please be a part of the solution as we all buckle down and get through lockdown. Dude, <laughs> I appreciate the work that you guys do at Phoenix. Um, I, I, I also appreciate that you've become a friend of the show and you keep keeping us up to date with the amazing work that you are doing uh, uh, for those who are affected um, uh, due to not only COVID-19, but the reality of coming mm. from a, a disadvantaged background. And not only that, feeling like there's just all of these pressures for you to get your degree, but know that back at home, there's not much going on. So exactly. I think it's really amazing. I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. That was Cara Jean, representative uh, from uh, Phoenix, uh, their crowdfunding organization that was founded back in 2017. And over the years, man, they've done like amazing work um, uh, making sure that uh, they help uh, um, uh, students and communities uh, towards uh, achieving a debt-free education. As we know, we don't have free education, um, uh, and they are playing our part, uh, their part at least, in making a difference based on how big your heart is as a donor. And shout out to all of the donors, man. We see you, we appreciate you. We may not know you by name, but your donations have certainly made a difference in a lot of young adults' lives who have come through um, the system. Live at night.